This is Registry, a podcast from Office Supply Publishing and Klaus Gunpoint. Deserve serious consideration for the registry, and one that I hope gets the thought it deserves, despite some questionable aspects, I guess, is Kids by Larry Clark. And there are a number of reasons. <clears throat> because it took a whole idea that needed exposing, basically, and really delve into it. Uh, The story is basically a bunch of kids in New York dealing with AIDS and drug use and sex and violence. And it was really the launching point of two major careers. Chloe Savigny, who would go on to do so many great movies, and Rosario Dawson, who would be probably the bigger movie star of the two. But it's really the name Harmony Corinne that really sells it. And Larry Clark is important, too. Uh, he had been a photographer. He had done music videos. Um, his photographer was really, really important. Uh, he did a photo book called Tulsa that really just moved everything. Uh, But if you look at some of the other films that he's done, in particular Bully, uh, and I thought Marfa Girl was really good. Others didn't. But it was really sort of his coming out. But what Corinne did, and Harmony Corinne is one of those just phenomenal phenomenal filmmakers who really understands the idea of what an avant-garde film can be used to do in a mainstream setting. And if you look at his his works that came after this, they're all just wow. Uh, for example, uh, he did uh, Julian Donkey Boy, which is his entry into the uh, Dogma 95 world. He did Spring Breakers, which was a surprise hit, and actually a fairly good movie. Uh, I really enjoyed both uh, Gummo, which is very strange, and Trash Humpers. I've heard that The Trap is pretty good, but I haven't actually seen it. And when you look at... Films like The Diary of Anne Frank Part 2, you see that a lot of the work that he does becomes bigger than the, not only the sum of its parts, but the sum of its influences. And Larry Clark did an amazing job with the script, and I think that that sort of shows how they bounce back and forth between the two of them. But what kids does 
is Kids presents the world of the early 90s and the late 80s and amplifies it. And it does a beautiful job of exposing that to us. What does happen, though, is that it it goes in so many directions, and it's shot in this sort of pseudo-documentary style, which makes sense with, you know, Clark having been a, uh, a still photographer. But it allows moments to land, and there's the classic where it's a cab ride and a single shot. That's just, uh, that is as much as the characters like Casper, who's sort of the most famous to come out of that. But that cab scene, it just hits. And it hits hard. And that's the type of thing that even a great script won't give you. You have to have the will of performance and the just the willingness to shoot it that way. Now, what I'm saying is just phenomenal about this and why it deserves registry consideration is that it doesn't stop. It lingers. It holds the screen. Aesthetically, it deserves to be on. Historically, it's an interesting question. Though it's not a documentary, it is presenting as close to a real-life version of teens in New York as you'll ever find Ever. On the flip side of that, of course, is the issue that it, in a way, glamorizes sex, drugs, violence. And it's not that we shouldn't be recognizing those, but we have to consider them as, is this what we're trying to say about the history of American film? And I think it's an important thing to consider. Kids is a film that deserves to be on. And I think representing it would show not only the influence of Harmony Corinne and Larry Clark, but more importantly, it would show how the avant-garde, the film avant-garde of Europe and Dogma 95 and all of that seeped into sort of the sinew of American film. And I think this is the best movie to do that with. 